This week's episode is brought to you by Aquaforce, the Navy of Cray. Want to hit your opponent with six sticks, which will allow you to hit them with the house? Then join Aquaforce, which is just a little bit less wimpy than the village people. Aquaforce, stopped by a defensive trigger. Hey, people. Yeah, it's Atlas. Uh, I just wanted to tell you guys about uh, Jaime's channel. He is uh, one who gets crits, Commander Jaime, on YouTube. That name alone is, I think, good enough reason to check him out. He's got some cool stuff, so go check out One Who Gets Crits, Commander Jaime, on YouTube. Hey everybody, and welcome to Nexus Night. I'm here with Matt. Hello. And... Jaime, that's you. <laughs> oh, hey. Hi, guys. Introduce is, yourself uh, a little bit. So, um, Jaime Alvarez, um, basically I topped recently at the ARG Nats in Philly, and I got the invite to get to Nats by using Aquaforce, and um, the reason I got into Aquaforce is primarily because my name is very similar to the character's name. Okay, so the character came out and then you started playing Aquaforce? Uh, yes, uh, basically I had a interest in Aquaforce before, but it wasn't enough to actually get myself into the clan. And once my friend Miguel mentioned, um, Lambros, and then he also mentioned about the character name, it was just enough for me to push in and get into the clan myself. That's going to be really annoying when you're, when you're at like a regional and they're like, what's your name? My name is Jaime. Oh, you're playing Aquaforce? Yeah, I, that. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Or I got the opposite uh, expression recently because I was playing Genesis for the BWC. Yeah. And they're like, why aren't you playing Aquaforce? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people, like, when, once a clan gets tacked onto you, it, 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 you know, it's hard to branch out without people giving you a lip for it. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm with my friends and, I, and they're like, what happened to Dre Nature? I'm like, I still have it. I'm just doing other stuff. I mean, to be frank, you are the Genesis <laughs> clan leader and not the Dre Nature clan leader. Uh, yes, that's true. But that's because I was bored that day and decided to branch it. Do you see what I'm getting at? So. Right. And for me, it was a medical. So it's just like, if you want to win, you want to take the deck that gets you there. That's true. At the at the moment, yeah. Um, well... Yeah, for the record, I was playing a Fenrir Wiseman. <laughs> how can you not, right? Matt, Matt right. I, like, I was playing straight-up Revelation, but I had the Wiseman stuff, and Matt, like kind of did it for me, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is good. So. <clears throat> Look, man, putting a crit on that guy is just the best. Oh yeah, for sure. It's really good. Um, yeah. We're not here to talk about Genesis. We are talking about right. <laughs> uh, the the uh, the sexy Navy dudes and dragons and Misa Migos, Aquaforce, oh, yeah. Ashes recently. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... I guess we should kind of get into it. Aquaforce is a clan that does stuff. Um, no? Well, that's true. So, <laughs> from my yeah. understanding, and the way Aquaforce was kind of start, was started as, was it's a clan that based uh, was a very heavy multi-attack strategy in a way that other clans didn't have. Um, other clans' multi-attack strategies would involve standing rear guards or perhaps calling new rear guards over yeah. things, but Aquaforce had a very interesting one in the fact they could swap 
in column during the battle save step. Or to, a, or attack from back yeah. row. It, yeah. It was creative use of the field, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, li- I, I like to mention that, like, in the very beginning, it was um, harder to hit vanguards because they're, like, 10k or 11k base, and it was limited to the amount of rearguards you can use. Because, like, recently they came out with, you know, units such as Adelaide or um, the Dolphin and so on that get hit 11k vanguards, too. Yeah. And so what drove, I think, diff- more differently about Aquaforce is that you needed to get to the third battle or the fourth battle to do anything, <laughs> essentially, too. Yeah, it, it like, Aquaforce is all about, like, number of battles, which also feeds into their keyword, which is weight. So, yeah. Um. That's different from uh, Nova Grapplers, because they get compared to Nova Grapplers a lot, which is also about standing rear guards, but Nova Grapplers do it more at, like, a medium... God damn it, medium. Right. Uh, you know, power for the whole turn, whereas Aquaforce has a lot of these kind of, like, pokes, and then their last attack, or last, you know, two to three attacks is huge. Right. Um, and usually Nova Grapplers, too, um, in the past, they would restand their rear guards after the Vanguard attack. But before Lambros, it was usually the Vanguard that attack last, like Maelstrom, for example. That's true. Um, I just think it's funny. Like someone explained to me, like uh, the, the difference between Aquaforce and Nova Grappler is that Aquaforce hits you with like six sticks and then a house, <laughs> and then Nova Grappler hits you with a stick, then a baseball bat, then a car, then a house, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good example. Yeah. And Lambros can definitely push it farther, though. <laughs> yeah, Lambros is a key card. Um, so why don't we talk about, like, the early history, like, you let on a few minutes ago. Yeah, sure. Um, um, cool. Okay. So, basically, back in the past, um, they were introduced in a trial deck, and then they came out also in BT-8, uh, the Blue Storm Armada. And so the key cards that were noticeable back then were this Naval Gazer Dragon and um, Blue Storm Dragon Maelstrom came out at that time too as well. Um, so these units essentially had their effects on the third battle or on the fourth battle or more of that turn. And units to get to that many battles back then, um, the only units really that i seen was Basil and the MNT. And those were... Both, uh, what was it, on on the first battle after they attack, or when they attack, they get plus two and then swap with the thing behind them? Yeah, based on the MNTs, yeah. Uh, the nice thing about the MNTs, even though he's a 9k grade 3, but when he attacks the first battle, he becomes an 11k, so he can hit 11k at least. Mm-hmm. And so he could do the swap, and you can use basically your grade 3s to also hit the 11k mark to do some potential damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diamantes ended up getting played even through limit break format. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was a one yeah. usually. Yeah, you didn't want to ride him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you, you played him at one, and then I yeah. usually ended up riding him, and that's why I stopped playing Aqua Force. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Be still my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So after that, what was it like? They didn't get much stuff. Like, they got... You know, Glory Maelstrom in BT09, which, uh, mm-hmm. that was the first, uh, 
instance of a card preventing you from using grade ones or higher to guard with, so that's where the term blurry steel comes from. Yeah, I agree. I was about so, to say that too. So mm-hmm. in, in, interesting little piece of history, but uh, mm-hmm. I think around or BT eleven was the next time Aqua Force got their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was. Can I mention something right before? Though? What? Yeah. Um, right Glory is a little different too. Um, he doesn't have to be the fourth battle or the third battle. He can attack anytime he wants, and he's instantly, you know, no great ones are higher from him. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes where you couldn't do the fourth battle, you could just attack with him first, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> That's good. He, he, he was limit break five, though, so that was kind of annoying yeah. to manipulate, but... Right, definitely. Um... Let's Sorry. See. What else? So you said BT-11? Yeah. Yeah, BT-11 uh, it was the next time they got their stuff, and they got a nifty little brake ride called Transcore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Transcore, the dragon with the anchor. Um, so when you broke road on top of him, Vanguard got plus 10k, and then when it attacked, is it like at a specific battle or just when it attacks? No, just when it attacks. Great. Correct. <laughs> so yeah. when it attacked, if you... Um, if your opponent did not discard a card, they could not guard during that battle, and he got a crit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if I remember, I remember correctly, the crit can like, stack too. What? If I remember correctly, that crit can stand uh, stack. Yeah. So if your Vanguard attack twice, that shenanigans. Yeah, he's correct. the The crit does last until end of turn. Oh, that's cool. Um. <laughs> so. That was that's a pretty good break ride. Um, a lot of times, what people would do, if I remember correctly, was they would just discard a card and then just not guard, because like, oh yeah, they just that's, discard that's the card to get rid of the crit and then just take it. Um, right. But the only thing to really combine it with at the time was Glory Maelstrom, which was pretty good. Then BT thirteen mm-hmm. came out. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, BT-13 and Mr. Tetra Drive Dragon. <laughs> exactly. So Tetra Drive was uh, at se- was it second battle you pay the cost, and after 4-3 stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a tag Vanguard as well. Yeah, so um, so Tetra in Latin means 4, so that kind of explains the skill. But mm-hmm. uh, with with that combined with the break ride, that means you have a restanding Vanguard that they have to discard or get a crit coming at your face. <laughs> At the same time, Chaos Breaker came out in that set. That's so, true. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I, Chaos Breaker did exist at the same time as Tetra Drive, Tetra Drive was still horrifying. Really? Yes. Yeah. I remember I, I got rid of the deck around BT-14. I gave it to my friend Miles. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I saw Chaos Breaker, I was like, what am I doing with this? He's just going to lock all my shit. <laughs> Or they're going to lock all my shit. Whatever. The way the tournament structure was at that point is everyone was either playing a reverse deck or everyone was playing a... Uh, not reverse deck. A not reverse deck. Yeah. So, like, it was a team tournament. Yeah. So if you were playing Tetra Drive, there's only a 1 in 3 chance that you have to play against Chaos Breaker. Oh, yeah, that is true. Because of clan true. restriction. I forgot about that. Yeah. So... Yeah, it wasn't even that bad. It was still pretty good then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also like to mention that that same set, Title Assault came out. Oh, 
Title Assault, which is still a staple to this day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, they need to start putting them in trial decks, I think. I would like to go out and put up, uh, put forth the motion that Title Assault is in the Sneak Peak Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Sneak Peak Hall of Fame. So you have this grade 2 rear guard that can re-stand for no reason. So you just, mm-hmm. like, attack your opponent's... Because you're in a sneak peek, right? Right. So your opponent's playing subpar cards and you have a title yeah. assault. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I hate sneak... I, hate I didn't think about that. Like, draft turn. I hate that so much. <laughs> right. But I'm uh, just saying that title assault is definitely in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know title assault, um, when he attacks Vanguard, and if you have Aqua Force Vanguard, at the end of the battle, he restands and gets minus five for the turn. So this makes it so you now have the ability to artificially inflate your attacks by just having one card. Because um, mm-hmm. the way Vanguard works is if you make an attack that isn't powerful enough to hit, it doesn't kill anything or you don't take damage, but it still counts toward the attack. Right. So still good. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times people... He's also really good in early game because you have both the Seagull or the uh, Draw Trigger where you can make him a 12k for the turn. So he's hitting for just enough to hit Vanguard, or if you're if they're still on grade 1, you're hitting for, you know, magic numbers. And then he oh, re- yeah. restands the 7, then you boost with him again. It's crazy. It's really good. <laughs> and at the same set, um, Malika came out, and then the Seagull that you mentioned, he came out much later, though. Yeah. Seagull was mm-hmm. uh, GB, so... Yeah, well... When he was placed on rear guard, um, you can sell best one and get the 3k. It wasn't GB restricted. Yeah, that one, no, I was talking about the uh, wave fourth time or more after he boosts, he bounces. Oh, that effect. Yeah, that he GB. bounces back. Yeah, um, so you can spam it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see, and then I wasn't around for Legion Era. Can anybody explain to me what happened in Legion Era? Uh, you want to go, Matt? Or I'm going to go right ahead. Well, I my friend had basically blue stone wave dragon tetra burst dragon. Um, it's the legion uh, for Aqua Force, and there was another legion too, uh, Zarharis. But what tetra burst dragon does is when he attacks Vanguard and it's a four battle or more, um, he gets crit and plus five. So it was almost like in um, a sense Karma Dragon. Okay. And other than that, he also had the skill where if you have another unit in the middle column, you'll get, like, plus three or plus two as well. well yeah, that, that, that was the, I guess, like, easy Legion skill, like, non-Legion skill at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, True. You know, it, middle column plus three or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was this any good competitively at the time? Um, I'm not really sure myself, because my friend was playing the deck at the time. I was still in Genesis. Oh, okay. But, um, it it could do stuff if you weren't ready for it. It, it in a sense, kind of reminded me of uh, Karma, but, um, we missed that. Yeah, we missed Karma. <laughs> karma? Bluestorm uh, Karma Dragon, Maelstrom Reverse. Oh, right. I forgot about Maelstrom Reverse. Yeah, okay. we missed that. But yeah, um, yeah, for those who don't know what Karma Dragon is, it's the reverse version of Maelstrom. And it's limit break four, and um, when it attacks on the fourth battle, lock one of your units, it gets plus five and a crit. And if it didn't hit, it will um, retire one of your opponent's rear guards and you draw a card. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so it was kind of like a win-win either way. Yeah. 
catch twenty two. I think you had to rest a rear guard and then lock it, though. Um, you had a lock, a rear guard that was in standing. I think. Yes, yeah, so that would be the same. As like rest was it? Oh yeah, did it rest it and lock it? Okay, I think so. I, it was, it was, I know it was a yeah. weird skill. Yeah, I remember you couldn't use a unit that you already used <laughs> for <Right>. the battles. <laughs> that was one of the annoying things. Yeah, I, I definitely remember in Legion era, um, Aquaforce kind of falling out. I remember people were excited for the Aquaforce Legion, and it came out, and people were less excited for it. <laughs> well, okay, so at the time we had stuff like uh, Idrisil, Thingsaver, Prominent, Perdition Prominent stuff, Flare. Abyss. <laughs> yep. You know. It, yeah. Um, very medium. Yeah, I think at the time I was actually playing Idris, <laughs> so yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I was playing Spike Brothers, so I was just trying to. Oh, Ogle too. I was just trying to cheese people. Bloody Ogle. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so much good stuff. Cheese. Um, let's see. Okay, so cut to what's after that? GBTO two and the uh, Thavis trial deck. Yes. So, <clears throat> so the Vanguard anime. Uh, it came with its very own effeminate Spaniard in uh, Jaime Alcaraz. Ooh, so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? You're one literally letter. one letter off. That's crazy. I think it's, I think it's Al- Alcaraz with a C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, he, he played Thavis, which was like the break stride for the clan. And it was, mm-hmm. um, his stride still was at, at the fourth battle of something attacking you pick three of your opponent's rear guards, and then they choose one and retire it. Um, yep. And then the GB2 still was, uh, let's see, when it attacks a vanguard, if he's at a fourth battle or more, it gets a crit, and your opponent can't guard with grade one, zero cards. Hug guard yeah. circle. Well, grade zero is right. Yeah. So this was decent, but then in GB2 you got Lambros, which was... Uh, more than decent. Holy strike. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to explain that one? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> so Lambros is a stride when he attacks um, Vanguard, the fourth battle or more. You choose two of your rear guards, stand them, and if you have two more face-up cards in the G zone, they get plus ten thousand for the turn. So that's flexibility. That means you either get two more attacks for free because you just flip over a copy of himself, or yep. you get two more attacks and they're giant now. Um, yep. Yeah, this thing was what was what was the nickname for it? Landbroke. Yep. Yeah. Landbroke. Yeah. So there was a lot of salt flying around with this, <laughs> um, and then it got worse with uh, when Aquaforce got their own uh, uh, clan booster, and you got right. things like Commander Thavis, which was uh, you flip a copy of him face up, you choose one of your rear guards, it gets plus five k and the ability to attack from back row. And then GB3, right. it was the same, it was like a, the same ability as the stride Thavis. Right. So you, you either got a really good first stride that put you an instant GB2, or if mm-hmm. you, or if it was later in the game and you did it again, you got, uh, another back row attack and the ability to kill two things for free. Oh yeah. Crazy. <laughs> um, I like to go back on Lambros though. Yeah. To explain how Broke he was. <laughs> How lamb broke he was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he's very flexible. Um, like in the show, um, Jaime would uh, first try Lambros and restart, uh, restand a column essentially just to get another attack. Um, the plus 10k is when you have the 
two or more face up in the G zone. Um, one of the other things though is after you reset your regards with the boosted uh, 10k, you can really abuse cards like Tidal Assault, Magnum Assault, um, because like if you have a Magnum Assault, let's say on the left, and you have a Tidal Assault on the right, you can make the Tidal Assault attack a rear guard, and then your Magnum Assault can get you to the fourth battle. And so basically your title by himself is 19k after the Lambros boost, and he can attack Vanguard twice. So you can stack crits on him as well. That's really good. Yeah, and you could even go further with um, a card called um, Battle Siren Orphea. She's a GB1 card, basically, at the end of the battle that it boosted. Um, she, you can counter blast one, soul blast one, restand the boosted unit, and minus five it. So basically, it made something a title assault. But you can boost title assault after he restood by himself, and he will restand once more to basically get a third attack. That better have a lot of crits, uh, a lot of triggers on it though, because it would go from yeah. nine to four to zero. Right. That's assuming if you get, you know, a few triggers. You could also give him power with Malika, the stand trigger, or not stand trigger, the draw trigger. Yeah. Or or yeah. Lambrost, and you got plus ten k. Went from nineteen to fourteen. Yeah. So that's still pretty good. Yeah. If you can keep going, restand title as much as you can. <laughs> I think that Orthia also had resist too, which was very important. Uh, oh yes, I agree. I still use her. You do? Yes. I don't really see a lot of builds with her. Um, but I I use her mainly right now in Blue Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still messing around with Thabas with um, Millennia and her. But usually Millennia is there for more of a combo piece. And she also has resist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is okay. Is Aqua Force a combo deck or a tempo deck? Do you think? I I want to say both. <laughs> um, you want to keep your tempo um as early as you can. Um, unfortunately, Salas is generation break clock. Yeah. Um, the only thing that you have early game is really titles, and if you play um another grade three called Strikehead, it's the um, basically, you ride him on Vanguard, and you can counter blast, soul blast one, call a unit from your hand, and it gets the restanding ability for the first battle. Hmm. Um, I, I don't think I've seen many people play that. What I have seen people play is uh, from the clan booster. There was uh, what's the name? Right. This this is before the clan booster, though. I know. Oh, you mean? Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like currently. I'm like, I don't think I've seen people. Use that right. Recently, most people usually do the fourth hours for Skeros. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about Skeros? So he's sure. a grade three that uh, when you ride, you pick a rear guard and then or pick a unit. It can be him as well, and it gets the ability on yep. third battle. You check top five for a grade three, put it in hand. Um, mm-hmm. Grade three or greater? What? <laughs> grade three or greater? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. You never know. <laughs> Aquaforce gets its own novel. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then the other skill, which was the more important one, which was GB one. Your front row gets resist. Yep. Holy shit. Um, this thing allowed Aquaforce to now stand up to Link Joker consistently. Yes. 
Um, and at the time, too, Kagero and Mega Colony as well. That's true. Well, a hand trap Kagero is a bit more of a problem now, but uh, right now it is, yeah. But back when the Clan Booster came out, right? That's true. Um, yeah, so I think that's what people are running nowadays with Thavis is the Thavis Gyrus, and then you know that's how that is. But also in the Clan Booster, we got all the Blue Wave stuff, which oh, I yeah. want to get into that since it's your thing. Definitely. Um, well, just to um, basically say, um, I started with Thavos, and I still play Thavos. And so I'm planning to get out SP packs, or maybe some SPs, just to SP out. So I do still care about Thavos. But um, competitive-wise, um, I chose Blue Wave at the time, because um, it required less commitment. Um, so... In the clan booster, um, Blue Wave got support again, and they got a new stride, which was uh, Blue Marshall Dragon, Tetra Boil Dragon. And it was basically their re-standard in stride form. And so when it would attack Vanguard, and it wasn't battle-restricted either, so it didn't have to be the second battle or anything like that. Um, you kind of blast one, flip a copy, gets minus one check, and it gets the skill where on wave four, uh, one of your re-guards, when they attack the Vanguard... At the end of the battle, you discard one card, which was really nice, and uh, you just restand the Vanguard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the other Blue Wave card that that was around was Tetra Drive. So right. Tetra Boil is uh, like the next logical conclusion. Um, right. The next you, level because it's the stride, right? Yeah, and then you also got uh, Anger Boil Dragon, which was. Uh, I guess you could call it, like, a specific Strider. Yeah. I don't really know what, like, a lot of these clans are getting these things where, like, where all clans have a on Stride, you counterblast and get a, a skill. Um, whereas these specific Striders are when you stride this particular Stride on top of it, you get a thing. Yeah, for free, usually, too. Yeah, so, like, uh, like Blaster Dark Diablo is another example of this. Where yep. if, you, if you stride Phantom Blaster, you get to kill something. And then with Anger yep. Boil... Anger Boil was... I, I'm blanking right now. I don't have the card in front of me. I'll get it. <laughs> you stride Tetra Boil Dragon on him, and your Vanguard gets 3k for the turn, and it gets the skill wave 2. Um, when this attacks Vanguard, uh, you can choose two of your regards, stand them, and give them plus 3 each. And that was wave second time only, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I th- well, th- this also stacks with uh, the Blue Wave Starter, which is you counterblast, shove it, and soul. Vanguard gets two skills. Wave second time when it attacks, you draw a card, and then wave fifth time when it attacks, you get a crit. Um, yep. So and you still draw, too. You, yeah. Well, there's that, and then also that crit trigger where you put it on top of deck, and then Vanguard gets red text on uh, second time or more draw a card. So the, mm-hmm. these uh, Tedra Boil turns would be like just this massive card advantage fest. Yeah. Um, the, I think the crit trigger is one of the best triggers in the game, honestly. For sure. Especially because you don't have to soul blast, you don't have to anything. Just call, skill, put it back. I have a crit back and, yeah. and I get free cards. Yeah, it's not even generation break restricted, so you can do it at grade two if you just want to shuffle crits back early on, and too. And draws, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you also Search got, for your combo pieces early on, too. You also got Foibos. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Quavos is deadly. <laughs> um, what was it? So he's a grade two 
third battle, when he attacks, he counterblasts, he gets plus 2k, and then at the end of the battle, you restand him. Um, mm-hmm. Not generation break locks, so that means you can do some crazy stuff on turn two. You need a blue wave vanguard for it, but that's fairly easy to do. Um, mm-hmm. So you would do crazy the- stuff where you like ride if you like rode another Foivos or a different blue wave something. You would call Foivos and title assault. Yes. And then if you yeah. call a trigger, you can go attack with title and restands. Attack with vanguard Foivos, draw a card. Attack with rearguard Foivos, eleven k restands. Like Jesus Christ, dude. Yep. At the time, um, the only grade two, Fue- um, grade two blue wave was Fuego Cell, so. Oh, it was? Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. um, you still play Tyro Soul, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, how can you not? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's see. What, was there any other, like, crazy blue wave stuff that came in that set? For the clan booster, um, those are really the most useful ones that you mentioned and used still. Um, Oh, there was non-blue wave units that were used that came out of that set, though. Like the Seagull Soldier you mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there, there, and that was... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, there were other uh, Aquaforce variants that are that were running around, too. There was the Maelstrom variant, which got its own, like, offshoot stuff that focused on, you know, you, you have regular Maelstrom, you have reverse Maelstrom, you have Glory Maelstrom, you had, in the Clan Booster, a... Uh, a break ride maelstrom that had the same name as the first one, so you could still get like cross ride shenanigans with reverse and glory. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and then he he got a stride for himself, and um, that was pretty good. And then also in the clan booster, how could we forget this? The ripple support. Oh yeah. So, uh, if you guys watched the ban list or listened to the ban list episode, you remember us complaining about Flash Ripple Odysseus and what a pain in the ass that was. <laughs> um, but that thing, after that clan booster, Odysseus and the whole Ripple ilk uh, proceeded to take the game by storm, no pun intended. Um, yeah. I don't really want to talk about those two because we've already talked about Ripple and Maelstrom is just kind of meh. I'd like to mention at least one thing about Maelstrom, though. What? In the Clan Booster, um, you're able to now do the Glory Break Ride on the the new Break Ride, and basically it was an unguardable attack. That's right. Because you can't use and zeros with Maelstrom, and you can't use ones with Glory Maelstrom. So you have to right. it. Yeah. Yep. And so, basically, that thing was uh, 28k by itself, too. Because it would, it would break ride, get the 10k, and it's cross ridden, so it's 23, and then Glory Skill gets another plus 5 on top of that. That's true. <laughs> and then, well, G Guards came out later on, and that kind of like, now it's guardable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, oh yeah, and then also Maelstrom has has her own, uh, his own crit trigger. Or after you boost with it, when you boost with it, she goes back and decked, and then you can't use zero, so you could use that with just straight up Glory Maelstrom too. True. So. The only problem with that is that, um, um, Glory, like, if you didn't break right you, and you had Glory on Vanguard, you could have done that too, but it was just not as strong. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean, the break right gives you more power. That's true. But it's still, like, redundant. It's still a thing. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. I actually used to play that in, uh, Favas, because I used to play, as a backup grade 3, it was two Glories and two Tetra Drives. And so Despina was there for an option, but I 
rarely got it off because most of the time I would have another great three in hand and just do a Lambrose turn anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then now... Back in, to Ripples? Uh, back to Ripples. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I like to go and talk about it, though. <laughs> fine. Everybody. Yeah, for those people who didn't face Ripples ever... Uh, with the new support in the clan booster, there was a grade one that fixes the right chain, essentially. However, it was a, a once per turn act, so you can abuse it each turn per copy. And, um, what gave it, uh, an early game push too was, uh, using a grade two called Sea, sea Turtle. And, um, when the Sea Turtle was called on rear guard, you can check the top card and if it's, uh, um, if it wasn't a grade zero or a grade three, yeah. You can call it? Or did it say specific grade one or grade two? No, no, no. It, pretty much every clan has this, uh, what was it, Devil Summoner was the first one? Uh, I'm not sure that that was the first one, but it was one of the early ones. Oh, okay, so the, the <laughs> like pretty much every clan has this 7k grade two that on ride or call, it's both. You check top card, oh, wow. and if it's grade one or two, you call it. And if not, you shuffle it back in. Um, in the case of Grey Nature, we have, we have a Barcode Zebra. For that. Oh yeah, I do remember that card. Yeah. Perch hoods even. Um, but, uh, because you loaded your deck up with so many grade twos and ones with Ripple, because the whole point was not to get to grade three so they couldn't stride on you. It was before yep. Seabreeze, by the way. Um, yeah. It. I like to mention that even if Seabreeze was out, it, it wouldn't work. Cause, um, he rewrites it. <laughs> that's true. Um, Oh, yeah, so that could still be a thing today. <laughs> well, what, what killed him was they limited him to two, so it was harder to... I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, R- Ripples were kind of terrifying in their day. Because um, mm-hmm. you, you, you couldn't play the game. Yeah. And that Sea Turtle was usually giving you a plus one, so you wouldn't lose advantage because yep. you didn't ride a grade three as well. And you can keep calling it back from the Saul because you kind of shove it back and then shove it back out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's Pale Moon. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stole my shit. Grade 2 Pale Moon. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, it was so bad that it actually won Worlds. Yeah. Yeah, I believe the top four of Worlds that year was like Ripples, Ripples, Metalborgs, Ripples, Thavis, Metalborg, Ripples or something stupid like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, and there was that famous final, like, I, like they filmed the final match of, like, the Ripples versus Metalboards. Yeah. And they couldn't, you know, you know, Metalboards couldn't do anything. And, like, it was you, horrible. Could, you, you could just hear the Boucher and executives going, like, we gotta do something about this. Because <laughs> we want Stride to be, like, the thing. And then people right. are doing the thing. And yet people, you know, people find a way around, get, like, allowing other people to play the game. So, you know. Only who's playing mm-hmm. Breakride, man. That's true. Oh, Dagger. Right. Dag Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did that for a while, and then after G Guards came out, you kind of. Yeah, well, G Guards made Sin Buster really bad, so. That's true. Um, yeah. So now, in the. Like, as of what, yesterday? Uh, <laughs> true. At the time of this recording, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Divine Dragon Caper came out. Um, mm-hmm. and, or, you know, the Snake Peak happened. And yes. uh, that gave us some new Blue Wave stuff and some new Thavis stuff. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> right? Um, we like to go over it. <laughs> sure. 
Would you or would would I? <laughs> you take the blue wave stuff because. Sure. Yeah. So who wants to start off first? Davos or Blue Wave? <laughs> uh, you can go first. All right, Blue Wave. Um, they got, I think, a couple of cards more than the other variants, like specific ones, um, Grade ones and Grade twos, mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also got a new Grade three and a Grade four. But essentially, what I think was the most useful out of the bunch is the Grade twos, and the Grade three, and maybe the Grade four. Um, so what the Grade twos do. One of them is uh, Demia, and basically, if you have a Grade Three or Greater Vanguard as Blue Wave, uh, when your Vanguard would attack, um, you can Soul Blast one and choose two units, give them plus two, and she would also get plus two. So you could do your whole front row essentially. That's really good. And, yeah, I, I think it's important because um, the Anger Boil skill gives a plus three already to, let's say, a Fuevos. Now, with Damia giving a plus two, it makes it a 5k boost, so Fuevos can hit numbers by himself with that combo. Well, Fuevos already puts himself at 11, so that's a 16, right? Yeah. So, a good number 16, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then you also got the guy with the sword, right? Yeah, Lucianos. Um, People have very mixed views about him. Um, I'm testing out two and two of those two new cards. Uh, what he is, he's another restander for Blue Wave, but he's restricted to Wave 2, and you have to a special counterblast as well. Um, basically, he's an act. You do the skill and pay the cost, and he gets plus two, so he becomes 11k, and he can stand on the Wave 2 battle. So, it conflicted with Anger Boil and Tetra Drive, but if you weren't on them, then that's okay. Well, but oh, go ahead. I was gonna say there's that, but also there's not <coughs> there's not really any blue wave triggers, um, and except for the crit, right? Except for the crit, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not like you want to replace them. If like even if they existed, the only thing you really want to replace is the heal because you have supersonic sailor, which you shove in soul and get an unflip, which is super neat. Yeah, and Malico, oh, which yeah. is the Margol clone, so they're both neat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you can do like what what uh, what Sanctuary Guard did with uh, Sword Me back in the day, where you just kind of put the triggers in there and then it works. Right, the Jewel Knights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like him very much. And, yeah, I don't see him. This is the the main pro I see him is that you ride him to Vanguard, so you can drop Foyables and be like, I'm going to hit you with four attacks <laughs> consistently. Well, so, can't you also just run the, the Soul Blasty girl and get the same results? Demia? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, but I, the restanding ability is neat if you're facing against clans like Kagero and Link Joker, where Link Joker can lock your front row. Um, you can do Commander Favas on him, and he's a 16k uh, hitter from the back row. That's true. Restanding. Uh, with Kagero, um, you force them to, like, are you going to deny Griffin it or not? So you kind of have to play multiple attacks, but not really do like a Anger Boy or Lambros turn because they can like mess you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Commander Thalbus also shines in that um, matchup. True. And then with uh, speaking of Thalbus, uh, you've got more wave support. Um, I don't really want to read them all, but I'll just I'll just read one of them. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. There's Kelpie rider Nikita, so she's wave first or second time. Uh, when mm-hmm. she attacks a grade 3 or greater vanguard, she gets plus 2k. So she's an 11k by herself, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then the other still is a GB1. Counterblast 1 at the end of the battle that this unit attacks a vanguard, you may pay the cost if you do. Uh, choose one of your rear guards with the wa- uh, wave ability and exchange positions with this unit. So it doesn't say same column, which means uh, you can also do something like wheel assault, where you attack with her, counterblast, and move her to like the other side of the field or diagonal. Uh, yeah, which is kind of neat. Uh, a lot of the a lot of this wave stuff is starting to go back to Aquaforce's like ex- exchange, uh, exchange or position exchanging roots. Yeah. Um, and then also there is the which uh, the, this new stand trigger, um, which is the dolphin. The, yes, <laughs> the dolphin soldier of leaping windy seas. GB one first or second time. Soul blast one when he attacks a vanguard. If you have a vanguard with Thavis, uh, you may pay the cost. If you do, it gets plus seven k. So he's now an eleven k attacker. And at the end of the battle, draw a card and put this unit on the bottom of your deck. So that means that this allows you to play against the control matchup. It allows you yes. to free up space. It allows you to uh, put a trigger back in deck, but it's also a stand trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would let you, um, I don't know, maybe draw an extra card. It does let you draw a card. <laughs> well, on top of that. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> no, make, make it a straight up plus, fine. But <laughs> That's what the blue wave trigger does, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, well, if you, right. if you do it twice, for Thalos. if you do right. the um, but the like, it's funny because after about like two sets of support, Aquaforce didn't really do stand triggers anymore. That's true. Um, which I think that this is you know Boucherot's generic. Oh, here's a stand trigger with a really good effect. You should run it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be run at high numbers. I feel like it's going to have a very Devil Watch type relationship where it's used more for the skill and not for being a stand trigger. I would agree. I would think it'd probably be maybe a one or two of. Yeah. yeah. If it lets you do an, an extra card on top of it, that would probably be a little more numbers. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the uh, the big the big boss Thavis guy that I pulled? Right. Forgot Wailing. about Wailing Thavis, I believe. Yeah, Storm of yeah. <laughs> Lament Wailing Thavis, which Matt pulled an SGR of. Called shot, by the way. Yes, that's true. Um, Ooh, so, I want it. <laughs> if you can get me two, I'll trade you, like, the one for the two of two, if you... Like, the normal ones. The GR ones? Yeah. Okay, we'll figure that out. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll talk afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But he is definitely, <coughs> uh, I both he, he's like an alternative finisher aside from Lambros, and he's a way to like come back if you have a fairly empty field. Um, True. So he's got the GB three when he attacks for each uh, when he attacks for every attack that ba- uh, occurred during that turn. Your opponent chooses a rear guard and retires it. Um, and then wave third time or more, uh, GB2 wave third time or more, counterblast one, when he attacks, you may pay cost, if, uh, he gets plus 5k for each battle that a rear guard attack this turn and your opponent can't call grade ones. Um, so, mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that Aquaforce's worst matchup right now is Angel Feather. Um. It can be. It's one of them. 
Well, yeah, because every damage you do to them is, you know, it's harder to hit them because we're doing these, like, smaller attacks. Um, yeah, with Thavos and Maelstrom, yeah. But Wailing Thavos now allows us the opportunity to go, all right, I don't care if none of these attacks hit because I'm killing your board right now. And, uh, yeah, suck it. True. Um, which is especially important if they start putting broken hearts in the back row or something. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's definitely a one or a two of, depending on what the variant is. If it's straight up Thavos, I'd say two if you're doing blue wave one, but still really Yeah. I, I agree. It's like a one or a two of. Um, I think Aquaforce has one of the strongest, like, G unit lineups in the game. It's very tight too now. That's true. Because you have Commander Thavis. Especially in Blue Wave. <laughs> yeah. Commander Thavis, Lambros, Wailing Thavis, Tetra Boil if you're playing Blue Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely hard to get a hold of. Or not get a hold of. Yeah. Get a handle on. Yeah, and all those cards except for Wailing, Persona Flip. <laughs> true. Thavis, the original Thavis Persona Flipping was definitely just a mistake. Because it was a GR? Yeah. At the time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the good thing is they they are reprinting it in this in Divine Dragon Caper. So beautiful R foiling. Hey man, I'm still getting it. All right. <laughs> He's interesting because like there are times though where you could Wailing Tavas, but it might be better the Lambros if you have the setup already. Yeah, I think Wailing Thavis is mostly good if they're at five damage because it's not like he gets a crit or anything. Um, right. Or if they have a troublesome field that you need to... Like, I think the board wipe is more important than the the glory scale, ironically. Okay. So if you if you know you're not going to finish them off either way, you might as well nuke their board kind of yeah. thing. Okay. That I can see. Yeah. I think a, a lot of... Uh, like So what it, ends, what it can end up turning out, out is if you have like two restanding rear guards, like even if you're not hitting... Like let's say you're, you're pretty far behind and you like even out the game... Uh, you mm-hmm. can set up a board that's just kind of like... Chumpy. Chump attack, chump attack, chump attack, chump attack, attack, you retire four things, I gain 20k and you can't guard the great ones. Like, and I, you have to deal with this, and now we're kind of in the same place. That's Where true. You were, like, horribly far behind before. Yeah. It's and an what's, for sure. Yeah, what's good is that it gets stronger, too, for every attack that's happened. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely a good any time of the game stride, for sure. Yeah. I like to note that there's a combo. You can give him crit. <laughs> How? Would you guys care to... Yes. Uh, like to know? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, uh, can you guess uh, Blue Wave? <laughs> 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 so basically, um, since your grade 3 is Blue Wave in the name, yeah. and you stride Wailing Thavos, you can use the Forerunner to give him the Wave 5 ability to get crit. Oh, and God. from there, you can use cards like Fivos. Tidal or Lucianos or Stacia or whatever to get you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's in the fifth battle. He gets plus 25 crit and you draw a card on top of that too. And they can't draw the great ones. <laughs> and Correct. And loses their field. That too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good, amazing. Good card is good for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. <laughs> um, okay. I... The, what I'm mostly curious about is I, I was talking to uh, a friend of ours. He plays Blue Wave. I play Thavis. I recently mm-hmm. picked up the Blue Wave core from you, um, mm-hmm. and we, we we had a brief conversation about it, and I'm like, I don't know about the thing you're like, and you said you don't ex- sound excited at all. I'm extremely excited. 
I know that doesn't sound like it, but that's just how I sound. But the point is that uh, it seems like Blue Wave has a better early game, and Thomas has a better matchup against Control. Yeah, because of Scaros, and you can play other units too. There's that, and there's also a control aspect in Thavas where you can like retire their. Stuff. Right, that's true. You you give a bit of control to them, basically. Well, not to them, but you do them to them. <laughs> well, the good thing yeah. is with with uh, Commander Thavas and uh, Wailing Thavas, you like you can put a control aspect in anything, but you mm-hmm. know, the, it, like you can get it started earlier with the. Thavis deck, and I want to ask you, since you have uh, topped mm-hmm. with and have the best name ever for what it is you're playing, which do you think is the better deck? It's uh, a tough one. <laughs> um, with all the new stuff counted. I felt like Blue Wave got the most support out of it, and not because, not only because it got like its own grade 1s, grade 2s, grade 3s, and grade 4s, but it has access to whaling as well, and I just mentioned to you the combo that you can give them crit. <laughs> That's true. Um, the other thing that really makes it, um, in a sense, more deadlier, is because Blue Wave can now consistently do four to five attacks starting at grade two. True. And before you stride, uh, it's a whole different game of Vanguard, mm-hmm. where you know your event, your card advantage is much more uh, impactful. That one card can make a difference. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of uh, so that was, that was can have a better grindy game. And it's because it has that control aspect. You can play cards like Skiros, um, Millennia as well, because she has resist. And um, so it really depends on the meta. But I would feel like as an early game to mid game to even late game, Blue Wave is usually, I don't know, my pick of choice at the moment. There's that, and then also you have Tetra Drive, which can be a uh, response to all of the Grand Blue stuff. Oh, the Grey One Seven Cs. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's a. I'd like to test that out, but I haven't. But uh, the thing with Anger Boil, um, if you write him, and technically he's vanilla. Yeah. Until you stride, but if you have a Fuevos or a Lucianos, it's almost not like a vanilla because you're getting like four attacks at least. Yeah. You know? So, um, I'm testing out at the moment. I took out Tetra Drive for the new guy. Sure. I think his name is Eason. Yeah, right? <laughs> his glorious hair. Yeah. See, <laughs> so he gets it. But, yeah. Because honestly, I rarely use Tetra Drive's limit break. You know? Usually you're better off using Anger Boyer's GB2 skill or Tetra Boyle or Lambros. Yeah. Well, no. I feel like although Tetra Drive isn't like the better ride to be on, he is there for you know those situations. Limit break four, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So like having the option versus having the you know the Sheriff of Nottingham and being you know if you're getting rushed, then they're both vanilla instead of having you know a fifty-fifty chance. Also, if you ride Tetra Drive by mistake, you still have the new Blue Wave Stride, which you can replace your heart with Anger Boil. So, yeah, we forgot to mention that guy. Okay. Yeah. Soul Blast, check top seven, put in, put whatever you want in heart with Blue Wave, and then kill the other heart. It's not bad. Um, it was check top seven though, and then you had to Soul Blast a Blue Wave, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So, so your grade two at least had to be a Blue Wave because usually don't play the grade one Blue Waves. Yeah. 
That's true, because you have Stacia and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's really tight in great ones. You got PGs, Stratfighter, Stacia. You got, uh, what's the other one? Seagull Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing with uh, Seagull Soldier. It makes Fuevos and Titles so, uh, hit numbers. Mm-hmm. One so question. your four or five attacks is really deadly. Oh, sure, go ahead. Yeah, one question I had about build, like people who are building an Aquaforce deck, right? There's so many like grade twos that just seem really, really good. Um, I agree. What kind of match, like, so are there any matchups where you particularly want a certain grade two? Like if people's metagame is kind of built a certain way, should there be some grade twos they could be looking to play over others? Translation, yeah. can you run 10k vanillas? What? I, I was not asking that. <laughs> I know, just sorry. <laughs> I would try to avoid that too, because like every combo piece is essential for Aqua Force. I felt like playing this clan, every card in your hand matters, and also the cards on your field matters, depending on what you go into, Lambros or Toucher Boy or Commander. Well, yeah, because but, like, yeah, every call like the great... is deliberate, right? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. no superior call engine, really. So every, everything yeah. that you have is what you have. Essentially, yeah. Continue, sorry. Because, yeah, no, that's good. Um, to answer Matt's question even more is that, like, for example, when I went to the ARG SQ, I was actually teching Adelaide in Blue Wave. Because you can do Commander Thawas, and if you're facing, like, Chaos Breaker, um, the, you have your front, low, uh, front row locked up. So you can stride Thavas and then use Adelaide to attack 16k, and you get three attacks still, even though your front row is locked. Or you can do uh, Stacia with Fuevos. You have Stacia to hit a rear guard, uh, Commander attacks the second battle, and then Fuevos can now restand and attack from the back row as a 16k. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So it really just depends on your meta call. Like, if you think it's more of a control, like, aspect, and you think, let's say Blue Wave might not be the right call for a heavy control, um, grindy game, you would probably go with Thalas because you have Skeros to rely on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have Millennia as a grade one, and she's usually in the back row on um, boosting, so she has resist. And if you have Skeros active, then your front row also has resist. So Link Joker and other clans like Kagero and Mega Colony are going to have a harder time. That's true. Also, yeah, one of the yeah. best feelings is being on Skiros and having Melania in the back row, and then going to Big Crunch. I'm like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My whole column's resist, bro. You can't do yeah. anything. <laughs> you can lock the other yeah. two back row, right? <laughs> I mean, right. It, it, and that, it depends on how the game is going, but... Yeah, yeah, and, and that's why I also play uh, Orphea in Blue Wave still, because she has resist, and then you can abuse Fuevos or Titles or, or a Grade Three after uh, like a 10k boost from like Anger Boy or Lambros. True, it's flexibility really. It's really pre- player preference. So, hmm. mm-hmm. I only play like a two of her. Right on. Uh, Did that help out, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Aqua Force's position in the meta, both now and you know about a week ago before we draw all the new stuff? Both of you. Would you like to go first, Matt? Yeah, um, I think Aqua Force fell off a lot um, after mm-hmm. the restriction of Odysseus and the introduction of, I guess, G Darts. Well, G Guardians, Seabreeze, etc. Well, mostly I think the problem is Gear Chronicle. Because you can't, it's really, really hard to compete with Gear Chronicle 
like your chronicles multi attacks when you're trying to do mm-hmm. a vaguely similar kind of thing mm-hmm. on a fair yep. level. So right. gear, the gear chronicle is way too good, and you're, I feel like Aqua Force maybe part of the set was kind of just a gear chronicle light, blight, light, a oh, light. Yeah. L-I-T-E, like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's slightly cheaper than Gear Chronicle. Here you go. And less annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have to go bind, search, 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 call, tag, bind, search, 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 search. Right. Where did I put that? Damage drop zone, search. Oh, look, there it is. Call. Yeah. <laughs> My, um, are you done, Matt? Oh, uh, yeah, or... sure. Go, yeah. go ahead. Okay. My take on it is that um, I think we need more players to play Aqua Force to increase the numbers, and we'll start seeing a few more tops because there have been a few tops here and there with Aqua Force. Like recently, there was one with um, No Limit Gaming. I think one had like uh, Blue Wave mixed with Davas or Ripples or something, and the event that uh, Team App Solution held too had a. Um, I think uh, Blue Wave in it too, mm-hmm. and that was recent. This is before this uh, set drop. Um, Aqua Force is strong. It's just that um, it is a combo based deck, and if you don't have the combo pieces, you're kind of shit out of luck. Um, but generally, you're good like with combo pieces. And you mentioned Gear Chronicle. Um, yeah, they do a, a, you know a crap ton of attacks, but they can only do that when they stride. Um, Blue Wave, for example, I keep going back to this, <laughs> but it can do four or five attacks at grade two, and you can do it at grade three. Um, I use the Forerunner, uh, Bubble Edge Jackal Kid. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that Forerunner, are you? Not off the top of my head. Okay. So the Forerunner is basically you shove him into Soul, pick one of your units, and it gets the scale. Uh, when this unit attacks and it's the fourth battle or more, and it attacks Vanguard, you draw a card. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can do it where you can call, let's say, let's say you ride a blue wave but don't have other blue wave cards and you have two title assaults though. Of course, two title assaults are good. So you call them both to rear guard and then you give the, the forerunner skill to one of them. And then if you have the seagull soldier, you can go even more nuts to hit numbers. But you use it on the other title assault. So let's say, the right column is title assault, seagull soldier, and then that does two attacks that are actually hitting numbers. And then you have your vanguard attacking. And then your other title assault that has the skill uh, can attack. And if it hits, you you hit them. If not, you can keep attacking and get a draw for each attack. So you get two draws. So now, at the end result, the two titles you called, you drew two new cards back to hand. So you have some back hand advantage. And your opponent now has to deal with two title assaults on board the next turn. Although, depending on your matchup, that can be easy or hard. Exactly. Most of the time, it's going to be like, I need to kill that because I can't do stuff yet until I stride. Mm-hmm. So they usually waste a vanguard attack. And so, in a sense, title assault will become like a PG. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always a good feeling, is mm-hmm. when you put down a problem rear guard. And your opponent's like, oh, that thing has to die. And then they oh, yeah. start focusing all their energy on it, and then you just smirk to yourself because you have another copy in hand. Oh, yeah, every time. <laughs> Best. And with Blue Wave, sure. it's like, I either have foibles or title. <laughs> yeah. The, I think yeah. Blue Wave is also the quote-unquote cheaper um, 
deck. It is a little cheaper. Well, okay, so you only have to you, you only have room for two Lambros usually, right? Yep. So that's mm-hmm. you know ha- half of the cost of what a Lambros usually is, and then mm-hmm. Tetra Boil's like nine bucks at most. Right. And he's, he's like, like one of the cheapest. Commander Thomas is getting reprinted. Yeah. So, so that'll help for the price a bit. Yeah, and then uh, Anger Boil, like your main grade three, is about like five six bucks. And right. like Foivos, one of your important double R's is a dollar. So yeah. I think it's a lot cheaper than having to go with like Adelaide in Thavas. The crit trigger, right. right. The crit trigger for like Thavas too. Yeah, the, the Heart Thumb clone. And then yeah. also, you know, like four Lambros and et cetera. It's yeah. cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think that's... Uh, it's going to be like a close match of like uh, Thavas versus Blue Wave is basically like Night Rose versus Seven Seas, where right now they're just kind of neck and neck, and like there's. I can see that, yeah. To both. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see how this plays out in the coming months. Yeah. From what I've seen, I agree. From what I see in Japan, as a just to comment on the Night Rose versus Seven Seas, I think Night Rose mm-hmm. is slightly pulling ahead after people have adapted to adapted to Seven Seas existing. Yeah. So. Um, there's that, and then also has, Night Rose has Build Your Own Denial Griffin, so... That's true. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I actually had to do that in a tournament for locals when <laughs> I was facing Wise Man. <laughs> it was the best feeling in the world. <laughs> when, when what? I was playing Night Rose. Oh, okay. And I was facing Wise Man. I also oh, okay, played Grand yeah. Blue. That, that, that is a pretty good feeling. Counter Blast 2, kill Wiseman, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And draw a card, right. also. Oh, sure. And just try to heal. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, so I guess it is a counter because you discard the heal and just get your card back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. A- a- anything else you want to add there, Jaime? Um, i like to discuss a little bit about Maelstrom and Ripples now. Okay. Okay. If that's cool with you guys. Go right ahead. Yeah. I was hyped for Maelstrom support. <laughs> and then after seeing what uh, came out out of it, I kind of was, like, disappointed. I don't know. How about you guys? I read the card, and I was incredibly not impressed. Same. Same okay. here. I was and like, why? <laughs> like, the thing is, is like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's... You have your G-Zone already with four Lambros for that deck. You have four Commander Thavas, and you got Wailing Thavas. And then you can play other stuff like Aristotle that can kill specific units or Sibris, you know, if your opponent's a great two. So it's like another Maelstrom stride that can Persona flip, kind of, I don't know. For that kind of effect, I feel like it's not worth it. I think it's very medium. Yeah, and my friend and I, Eduardo, uh, we were thinking of mixing Thava support into it, where essentially the whole point of it is your grade three is Maelstrom, no matter what, and you keep striding Thavas, whether it's Commander or Waylon, but you have both names. So now you can use Blue Storm, Maelstrom, and Thava support units I think altogether. I think there's a similar uh, logic in uh, Freeze Ray Messiahs, where your whole point, your whole goal is to be sitting on Freeze Ray. Yeah. And then you just stride into Flagellate, Amnesty, or Exilus, which don't require a Messiah heart. Right. And then you get all your Messiah stuff, like Arrestor, off. Anyway. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. Interesting, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I saw people playing Colony Maker, too, and I was like, oh, 
yeah, that <laughs> works too. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so I was messing around with Adelaide, Nikata's Millennia, the Dolphin a bit in Maelstrom, and it's pretty good. It's just, I don't know, you kind of wish you, it was more specific to Maelstrom or Bluestorm. Yeah. I'm not sure what they need though, because they have Glory in the Brick Ride. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they still have the that combo available. And I then, uh, I think we're going to go with the, it's definitely got Overlord Syndrome now, where like, okay, yeah, Maelstrom exists, but like, Blue Wave, Thavis. Right. Um, and then, what, what did you want to say about Ripples? Yeah, Ripples didn't get anything specific to them. I don't know if Bushi was just like, we, we can't do this no more. <laughs> I, I, I think they're afraid of like, poking the bear did, again, and. Yeah, which I, I don't blame them. Um, and I was thinking, like, what generic support they can use. And they can also use Nikatas and maybe some of the Tava support, because you can also stride Tavas. I don't know. Any Aqua Force stack has now access to, like, Tava support, because you have this, you have two strides that have Tavas in the name. <laughs> True. So, uh, which is huge, I think. Um, but um, Ripples have their early game as well. So it might be a good contender against Gears as well. I guess so. Yeah, because, like, wh- what I've noticed playing, like, Aqua Force and even 7Cs, um, if you have an early game against uh, Generation Break decks, you're going to win that matchup. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, because they lost so much cards that even if they stride, it's kind of like lesser. It's hard to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to ask this question. I, I do yeah. this every clan analysis. So... Oh yeah. You work in Bushiroad's uh, card de- card development department, and you've just been fired. You were about to send some cards down to the printer, and you're like, "All right, if I'm getting fired, I'm gonna wreak havoc." How do you break Aqua Force? I was thinking something as giving them a gear groovy. <laughs> what you com- <laughs> wait? Hang on. You combine Commander Thavis and uh, Tetravoil and Tetravoil. Oh Jesus. Or Lambros with Wailing Tavas, Tetra Boyle with Wailing Tavas, Tetra Boyle with Lambros. <laughs> <coughs> Those combos exist. That's horrifying. To think Sounds about. like a fun time to me. Yeah. yeah. Matt, do you have any like, ideas for that one? Or? Not really. <laughs> me neither. Like, like, that's that, a really good one. That, that one is pretty good. That's... <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Because, like, Tetra Boyle, um, he doesn't have to hit, like, second battle or anything, so you can attack, like, maybe. Um, I don't know, two, three, or first, I guess. And then when it restands from the Tetraboil skill, right, you can attack and then do the Lambro skill because by then you should be by the fourth battle. <laughs> I think I think the Tetraboil uh, Wailing is like more uh, more horrifying because you go attack, counterblast, wipe their board, get your more attacks, ta- uh, restand, attack again, wipe their board some more, and yeah. like it. Pretty mm-hmm. crazy, for sure. Yeah, and and then it makes even nuttier with the the forerunner skill I mentioned, Dagger Master, to give yeah. it crit. Matt's <laughs> looking at Lambros right now. Do you know it's not once per turn? What oh. the crit gaining or what? Lambros is not once per turn, but it has to be fourth battle or more. So I'm not sure. How exactly. <laughs> yeah. What, what you would have right. to do, I think, is just go. You would have to. You had to have it attack like first through third battle because of the Tetra skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it can gain the restanding skill. 
But then even though like you have a restanding Vanguard and restanding rearguards with like 10k, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's pretty um, big. That's pretty sad, and yeah. also indicative of uh, Mushiro's rash decision to make Yergrovi a thing. But imagine mm-hmm. that in other clans, right? You have that in um, like another thing in Pilman, like Harry plus Lunatech. Mm. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I think it's crit too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Tetra Boil with uh, Waylane is probably more devastating because it gets crit. So you have it attack the third battle. Um, wait, did I do that right? No. You would no, I mean, not gains crit. It. it means guard restriction. That's what I mean. Yeah. You get board wipe and guard restriction and power. Yeah. And, and it restands. Good yeah. lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, restanding vanguards, you usually take the first hit and then try to guard the second hit. But if you're, like, at five damage, you have to guard both. And if it has guard restriction twice, that's hard. See, I'm having flashbacks to Dogma, Matt. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cannot wait until GBT-10 comes out and then you're just going to, like, go oh, eight shit. Over it's going to be so good. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. ready for some Tachikaze stuff, let me tell you. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. I forgot to mention, uh, with the Wailing Thawas, like if you do the gear groovy kind of thing, um, that restanding Vanguard is going to get bigger too. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think the plus five is permanent. It <laughs> so is. the turn. You would need to counterblast every time you did it, but yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Which, although if you set up specifically for that turn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun time for you, but not for your opponent. <laughs> Um, let's see. How about you guys? I don't know. That, that's probably the best thing I can think of. Um, I'm still pretty new to this Aqua Force thing. The last time I played before now was, uh, uh, BT-13. So, it's been a while. The, the thing I think that Aqua Force is missing, in general, is some kind of, like, and I think if their Aqua Force is, like, really, really far behind, it's really hard for them to do anything because it's, like, they're just necessary to have rear guards. Yeah. So even giving them something like... Vaguely like Die Earth would be a uh, really big too. Oh, the actually that'd be oh, a like good set first stride. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Go, whoop, grade three, grade two, call from deck. They should give us a Die Earth. That... Why not give that us a Die Earth? Come on, man. I wouldn't mind that superior call from deck. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um, I guess that's match contribution. What's mine? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. More resist you? No, that. Uh, um, Phantom Blaster Diablo says hi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget about that guy. Yeah. Actually, ironically, I think if you have a full field, the Phantom Blaster Diablo is like, this is probably one of the more decks that's well equipped to do that, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it and Royal Paladins. Like, one of my favorite feelings is going, them going, all right, kill two of your rear guards with, uh, with Phantom Blaster Diablo. I'm like, okay then. Kill off, you know, my front row grade twos and I'm going to call two more of next turn. You know, G guard <laughs> right. into into laser guard, scouting owls to uh, to guard circle. Bring it on, bitch! <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Royal has the opposite problem of like not being able to call stuff. They don't have a way to put anything back. Yeah, and now Shadow Paladin has that. We don't get that. That's mean. All right. Um, I do have one more thing to mention, though. Yeah, there's a chance of a possible fifth variant of Onaka Force that. Yeah. Um. I mean, like, you know the wave keyword, um, there's cards that can potentially give effects or surge or gain advantage because you have, uh, rear guards with the wave ability or something yeah. kind of thing. 
So you can make a wave deck. And what I was thinking, back in the clan booster, there was a grade 1, grade 2, and a grade 3. They all had the same effect where if this was the first or second battle, I think, yeah, it attacked Vanguard. It would get plus 2, and at the end of the battle, uh, you check the top 3, and then you grab one of them with a wave ability and call it to the same circle, and you bottom deck the original Kai. So it's like a gold paladin kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it had the effect warded in such a way as, like, Melum from Gear Conical. Yeah. So if they denial Griffin, you still should be able to resolve that. That's cool. <laughs> that also means that you can, um, like, that's that's probably a good budget idea. Yeah, it's cheap. Um, the grade two I was really thinking, his name is Nectarios. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to check him out later on or something. I might give it a shot. Um, yeah. Well, I think it, it's about time to wrap up here because we're... Well over the hour mark. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, we, we went almost an hour and a half with Living Proof. It's not a problem. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, to people who are considering picking up Aquaforce, the Boucherode president, it, that's like, it, it, this is his favorite clan. So at, at, at any given point in time, they're going to get good support. So just keep that in mind. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so someone's got a, someone's got a boner for Navy Man, and then that's gonna get right. support. <laughs> um, Fun fact: I, my blue wave deck that I took to the ARG, I named it Sea um, Man that keep coming. <laughs> that's great. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of coming, we should probably be going. I was Atlas. I'm Matt, and I'm Jaime. And have a good night, everyone. take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast uh i also recommend sharing it with your friends family anybody who likes vanguard uh you can find us on soundcloud or on your podcast app that little purple thing that goes in the folder that of the stuff you can't delete like stocks who uses stocks anyway you can also tweet me atlas novak so at a-t-l-a-s-n-o-v-a-c-k you can also tweet at nexus at night n-e-x-u-s-a-t-n-i-g-h-t or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.